Good morning. Welcome to your KVMR local and regional news update for Thursday, September 2nd. I'm Steve Baker. A top Nevada County health official updates us on the COVID-19 count here. More on that, but first, air quality and regional weather. For Nevada City Grass Valley, the AQI air quality index forecast for Thursday, 118, unhealthy for sensitive groups. The weather here, today, sunny, high near 81. Tonight, mostly clear and a low of 56. Tomorrow, 86 and sunny. The temperature will be in the low 90s on uh, Labor Day weekend. And in Sacramento, the AQI forecast for Thursday, moderate at 97. Weather in Sacramento, sunny and a high of 83. Tonight, mostly clear, low 54. Friday, 90 and sunny, and in the mid-90s for Labor Day weekend. Truckee Tahoe, the AQI forecast for Thursday, 169, unhealthy. Today, widespread haze before noon, sunny and a high of 74 after that. Tonight, haze and areas of smoke after 9 p.m., then mostly clear and a low of 36. Friday, Hayes and 79. Placerville today, sunny and a high of 83. Angels Camp today, mainly sunny and a high of 87. Well, the new county COVID case count yesterday was nine, but that's low. Nevada County Public Health Director Jill Blake talks about the huge jump in cases, problems the state has in getting accurate numbers to counties occasionally, and the major increase in new cases among youth 17 and younger. So we went from 59 cases per week on July 12th to 443 the week of August 2nd. And then we had three weeks in a row where we had sort of record-breaking numbers. 443 cases one week, 438, then 400. Last week, it dropped down to 359, which sounds better than 443, but just for some perspective, that's really high. When again, for months, we were having, you know, between 30 and 60 cases per week. Just in the last two days, Monday and Tuesday, the cases that we've reported as new cases this week, um, the total for Monday and Tuesday is 320. Um, So even though last week took a dip, I don't know that we're going to see that dip you know, continue as a trend this week. We'll see. The numbers that are going to be reported today are going to be quite small, but again, I think it's a data transmittal issue between the two state reporting systems. I think we're going to report 10 cases today, but don't be fooled by that. That's not our real number. Um, It's a data issue. But back to that number of 320, 71 of those are in children 0 to 17. So we continue to see the number of children who are being infected with COVID-19 to increase and that is definitely represented in um, what schools are putting out to parents as well. We have a number of cases and outbreaks occurring in in schools throughout Western County. And we're working to support the schools in every way we can, but we just want to make sure that that is a population that had been relatively untouched um, for quite some time. And then, you know, we saw a few more cases, but we're we're just seeing quite a few more in school-aged children. And as one of our very wise public health nurses pointed out, even though we may have an outbreak in just one school, that doesn't get contained within that one school because it's quite likely that kids who are going to this school have siblings that are going to other schools as well. So you have somebody in high school, you have siblings who are in middle school or elementary school. So, so yeah, not, not so easily contained within a school setting um, due to families. Jill Blake speaking at a media Q and a yesterday. 
And Bob Burns, the longtime district attorney for Lassen County, became Nevada County's new assistant district attorney on Monday after being sworn into office by District Attorney Jesse Wilson. Burns was selected by Wilson for the role in August and brings almost 30 years as a prosecutor to the position. Jesse Wilson saying, In trying to find an assistant district attorney who would best serve Nevada County, Bob Burns' experience and approach to prosecution stood out. He shares the office's goals of prosecuting crimes in accordance with justice, focusing on the victims of crimes, and working alongside our law enforcement community in protecting the public. The Caldor Fire has burned actively, surpassing 200,000 acres yesterday as it continues to displace tens of thousands of residents from the South Lake Tahoe area. The entire city of South Lake Tahoe, home to 22,000 residents, was ordered to evacuate Monday, along with the surrounding communities in the Lake Tahoe Basin and along the lake's west shore. Mandatory evacuation orders hopped the state into Nevada on Tuesday, with residents in Douglas County, including Upper Kingsbury and Lower Kingsbury, told to leave. Cal Fire and U.S. Forest Service saying in a Wednesday incident report, the fire has remained very active due to the extremely poor humidity recovery and warm temperatures. The fire is now well over 200,000 acres, more than 300 square miles, and is 20% contained, with most of that containment on its western perimeter, and it's now the 15th largest wildfire in state history, according to Cal Fire records. More than 50,000 El Dorado County residents have now been evacuated from an area covering almost the entire eastern half of the county from Pollock Pines and Sly Park through the California-Nevada border just east of South Lake Tahoe. That includes the communities of Emerald Bay, Meeks Bay, and Tahoma along the west shore of the lake. The fire has crept east along Highway 50 since igniting August 14th. Earlier this week, the blaze jumped Highway 89 and began to burn in the hills surrounding the holiday-themed community of Christmas Valley in the Lake Tahoe Basin. A long stretch of Highway 50 between Pollock Pines and the Nevada State Line remains closed in both directions. More than 4,200 firefighters are assigned to the Caldor Fire. And this of interest, uh, noteworthy uh, facts from the New York Times. Almost exactly 50 years ago today, on September 1st, 1971, for the first time in the history of the National or American League, the Pittsburgh Pirates fielded a lineup that consisted entirely of people of color. The first six hitters all batting over 300. That's from an article entitled, A Lineup of Color Made History in 71 to Little Fanfare. Stay tuned for more musical adventures on the Thursday Morning Show with your host, Joyce Miller.